How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, welcome back to They Don't Bite. Uh, this week is my good friend who I've known for a very long time, Joseph. Now, he makes amazing, amazing music, uh, and you may know some of his music because he produced the Chick-fil-A rap that I did, uh, and he lived in Springfield at the time, and I was like, hey, man, I wrote this stupid song, uh, and I, when I wrote the rap, I really didn't want to be like a corny, like, you know, ah, I'm looking at Chick-fil-A. You know, I wanted it to be good, um, and I I wanted to respect the art form, if that makes sense. So I went to him and I said, hey, uh, can you help me make this not cheesy? And holy cow, did he do it. Um, so if you like that song at all, uh, you will love the music that he actually puts time into because we did that in one night. Um, and the music that he creates is some of my favorite music of all time. I listen to his albums on repeat. Uh, he is such a genuine, kind hearted, um, just wonderful person and I support him. I will support him forever. Doesn't matter what happens, right? Uh, and uh, I, I really hope that you'll become a fan of his as well. So uh, this is my buddy Joseph. Please, please, please go check out his music and enjoy this interview. Yeah, what is like what is a normal week in your life looking like right now? Um, shoot. Well, right now it's been kind of crazy because it's been a lot of transition. You know, like mm -hmm. I said, I'm going into the new the new job. It's holiday, so um, yeah. it's been a lot of like stuff as far as like the music. So we yeah. just did, yeah, we just did home uh UTA's homecoming, which was okay. like huge. I saw um, that. That's awesome. Yeah, bro, it was pretty. It was pretty incredible. So we just did that, and we gearing up for a couple givebacks we doing. Um. Like we're doing a, a coat drive and then we'll sure. also be doing a, a, a toy drive, our annual toy drive that we do every year. So, yeah, yeah, bro, that's just so a lot tell of us about home team. And okay. so you moved down to you moved back to Dallas. You grew up there, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And um, yep. So sorry, Arlington. All right. I don't know. You know, uh, I got to be specific about you the neighborhood. Be specific. Yeah. OK. No, well, that's so, the city. That's the city. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. I know it's a different town. All right. Whatever. Okay. So Arlington, you're being like, if someone was like, oh yeah, you live in Kansas city. And they're like, I live in Lenexa. And you're like, okay. First right, of all, where is Lenexa? It's basically Kansas city. That's what I'm saying. Whatever. Okay. So you live in Arlington. So you grew up in Arlington. Yes, sir. So are these, are the people you're working with now, are those people you grew up with or did you find these people when you moved back down? Cause when did you move back down there from Springfield? 20 early 2019. Yeah, I knew it was yeah. pre-pandemic. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And so are these people you grew up with or is this like a team you newly found? Yeah, so only one person is somebody that I've like known for, you know, 10 plus years. And that's uh, oh, okay. Yeah, his name. He's my he's my DJ. Also, like part of the management team. And then he uh, co-founded the label with me. His name is DJ Swerve. And so we actually had an idea before I, you know, was even making music to start a label in 2010. You know, we knew a couple artists. Right. We knew I thought I was going to be like Puff Daddy or something. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. But before we, you know, we just had the idea. You weren't making music then? No, I didn't start. I didn't. So that was summer 2010. I didn't start making music until like January 2011. Okay. So it was like the seed was planted. But then, you know, it didn't come to like, you know, fruition for me, like to be actually like an artist until, you know, January 2011. Sure. So, yeah. And so after that, like, you know, by just doing things, honestly, just solo, like, um, I had a couple people who were helping me, like, you know, my sister was helping me who she's a filmmaker. Um, and then, uh, you know, my brother at the time, he was helping. But, you know, life take you different ways. And, yeah. you know, in the beginning, like, you just have to be fully committed with, like, no no return, no ROI at first. Yeah. There's, like, yeah, none. Yeah. It's know, just for a long all, time. you're losing money for the love of it. Yeah, literally. You're losing yeah. money for the love of it. I love that. I'm going to steal that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if that's a line in a song, I'll be like, I'm because <laughs> yeah, me no, and Ray listen to music all the time just so you yeah, know like yeah. we're in the car we listen to your music all the time yeah that's dope. Um, thank you so oh yeah huge fans big fans yeah because um, no, I remember us being in the park you know <laughs> um, and doing the the stars song um, that shows how big of a fan I am I just messed that up wow. but like uh, what was the song called flight to the stars that's right dude and we and you were on a skateboard laying on a skateboard Um, I remember helping record that music video. Man, that's incredible, bro. Yeah, that was 20. Was that 2014? 13 or 14? Yeah. That was, I didn't realize that you were that new at that point, though. I Mm -hmm. thought that you had grown up doing this. Mm -mm. Nope. I was fresh. So when you were a kid, what was the dream? Basketball. That's you right. Know, that's that's a, right. Because yeah. you played it. You played at Evangel. Yep. yep that's yep. how we know each other. Well, I mean, we knew each other at Evangel, kind of. Yeah. I saw Marts. you at. A, yeah, that's how we really know each other is yeah. through Marts. Yeah. Um, as he was my roommate, and then helping you produce stuff. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah Marts I saw you like, perform at like you know a, like an EU's Got Talent. Exactly. Um, which is where which is where I met because of that I met Marts after that because he was like, oh. Yo, who is this guy? And he yeah. wanted to like he wanted to interview me for this project he had. And sure. So that's when we just sat down and started talking and like my in my spirit, I just so knew I was supposed to like that EU's got talent is the one that I did the Craigslist you, song. That's right. And you were so in it we too. Were, we were both on that show. Oh and God. so that's what launched what I'm doing. Wow. And uh and that's how you became friends with with Martz. If that ain't God, I don't bro, know what it is, dude. That's I crazy. For, bro, I totally forgot that yeah. you did the Craigslist, bro. Didn't you you would you get second? I don't remember to be honest. Cuz I got knocked out the the at, in the round of 5. I don't I was remember pissed. who <laughs> Bro, you you should have been though, because you were like, I mean, it was a little bit of like a popularity contest type thing. Yeah, yeah, but you were playing basketball at Evangel, 
Mm-hmm. And so your dream was to do that. Yeah. And then, um, and so the, in, in 2010, you and your friend are kicking around this idea of starting a label. Mm-hmm. Um, and were you already at Evangel at that time? No, I didn't get there till. So I went to junior college, which is where I began. Oh, okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Making music. Um, and then 2012, fall 2012 is when I came to EU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. We got to Evangel at the same time. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, bro, I, it's, it's, it's wild, bro. Yeah. Okay. Did you actually graduate? With like a degree no. and stuff? No, I didn't. No, okay, I didn't. It's either. a shame. It's so sad. But look at this, bro. We're like twins. Is it a shame? Who cares? You know, uh, like you know. <laughs> we're both. I, I we're fine. Yeah. No. We're, you know? Yeah. We're doing it. You <laughs> we're know. We're doing it, bro. Yeah. Because we, I mean, you we. So you got connected with Martz. Me and Martz were roommates, <laughs> and so you were at the apartment all the time, uh, working with, and. You were to me for a while. You were just Martz's coolest friend. Um, like we were like kind of friends. You and I. Yeah. I remember one day I said, "Yeah, I'm friends with JJ," and he goes, "I mean, I'm friends with him. You're you're kind like oh he's over here. He I know." And I was like, "Don't keep, keep this friendship, wow. dude. <laughs> he's that dude, man. I love him so much, bro. Um, oh yeah, he Marcy. was instrumental in the growth of both of our stuff. So he's a See, friend who he legitimately believed in what we were doing, bro, from the start. And so yeah. I tell people all the time, you know, because they always talk about just at this grassroots level that that I'm at. Um, you've surpassed that, but you know, now you're no longer oh. grassroots. You're a thing. You sure. almost have a million on TikTok. You're a thing. So, uh, for, for us still slumming it in the grassroots. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> you know, he, he was so instrumental and in, he taught me how to be excellent. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. He, so, you know, a lot of people are like, they're, they're, they're wowed by like how I'm able to be on stage and like just a, uh, being a perfect like being a professional like yeah and that that's straight from like the school of marts like i will tell you your live shows i i go to concerts and like your the quality of your band is so insane um the way that and this is what i'm thinking about this is why i ask like you know the people who are gravitated towards you in arlington right mm-hmm. uh, where you say just one of the guys on on this current label that you're doing is someone you grew up with it's because um, the magnetic pull of your creativity and your energy is just like the show you did in Springfield in 2018 was one of the best live shows I have been to. And I'm not saying that to like, you know, just because like we're friends or because, but like each individual music, like freaking CJ, mm-hmm. what an insane talent. and um like your full band or that one we did outside in springfield Mm -hmm. downtown that one time like every individual in your band is the best at what they do that so much so that like they're the type of musicians listener people listening let me just tell you how these bands work is that each individual person makes you if you are interested in play music at all they make you want to never do it again yeah like whenever i see like y'all perform live i go i will never play guitar again in my life because yeah. nothing i do will be good yeah i tell them all the time like i used to say I, i'm like y'all i feel like i'm playing catch up to y'all because they've literally Bro, been musicians their whole life you know, so I, good and so i'm playing i feel like i'm playing catch up and that always like, like logan's voice cj on the drum like incredible. who was drumming for you at the 2018 show it wasn't cj he, it was uh 
Pete Peppers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And you just sit there and go, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. I loved Absolutely. it. I yeah, genuinely like the live experience is so freaking fun. That's um, all March, bro. That's all March. Yeah. Like, he just challenged he challenged me to think outside about and not be a rapper. Like don't yeah. just be a rapper. Like be a real artist, be a real entertainer, be a real performer. And yeah. so you know, by him doing that, and I didn't even know where to start. Like I'm and it was in you. Right. That was there. You know, yeah. you could have just done the path of garage band beats or whatever. No, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, but that creativity was in you and having someone say, Hey, this is in you, like dive deeper, like challenge yourself mm-hmm. and pull that out of you. Absolutely. Is something that yeah. 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 I'm forever indebted to him for that. So yeah, he That's he crazy. really pulled that out of me, bro. No, absolutely. Yeah. The there were definitely times where I was really annoyed with him. Oh, I was like, hate him. Where you're just like, bro, just, just like, you like show him something, and he would go, "This could be better," and you go, "Shut, just no, it like, gets good." Uh, hold on. You know? What about this? Here, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I when, when he says that, afterward. I hate him, bro. Oh, when he good. says, "Here's the thing," you know, he's about to just like totally he's about destroy. To destroy yes oh, yeah bro. it's gonna hurt but yeah. it's it's the kind of you know not to brag on what kind of friend he is but uh um you know it's it, you need people who will and that's another part of truth telling sometimes it's about telling you things that are painful because you need to hear them because like hey man this thing you got going on this thing you're doing is not healthy for you it's not good for you you need that truth teller but you also need a truth teller that says this is amazing but i know there's more in you mm-hmm. and i yeah. know you haven't i know you're holding back right now and i need you to give more you absolutely. need that truth tell in your life too and that's super important absolutely bro absolutely but there is something about i'm saying like your creativity is a magnet to other creatives. So when you move down to Arlington in 2019, mm-hmm. you assemble this team like the freaking Avengers. Yeah. And well, actually, it took some time. Like, I'm not going to lie. Okay. It, took, it took time. Like I said, I came down here and I, you know, it was my sister, it was my brother, and it was just, it was us and we were trying. But it, you know, things just weren't aligning. And so a uh, pandemic hits and I just mm-hmm. go in, I just go in what I call the hole. Like literally, yeah. I, I committed myself. I was like, I'm gonna record a song a day. I'm gonna make a beat and I'm gonna record every day. And so from January one till, you know, I, I don't know, August, like that's literally what I was doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so from that, that's when the team that I have now began to like be attracted to me. Cause I put out the project, Pray for the Homies at the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic. And then I double back and put out Focus Your Aim Empty the Clip in November 2020. And that was like the most, like, that was the most music I had ever, you know, usually it takes me, you know, a lot longer to to make albums. But I was so like, you know, locked in and focused um, that it, you know, I just had a lot to say. And I was going, you know, going through a lot, started rebuilding my marriage. Sure. You know, um, my relationship with God, like all of that was yeah. happening at the same time and so from that um you know pe- like people can see when you just like dysfunctional and so i think when people saw that i was like healing and sure. things in my life were changing they were able to see me for who i actually was and that was the attract like that's the attractive like 
version sure. that people want to come alongside and like yeah yo man i, I just want to help you know type of thing and so yeah that's how this team you know came to be why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why? a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion yeah. You're saying like whenever whenever people see someone putting intentional effort into not just something they're doing, but who they're becoming. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. people are absolutely drawn to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Because there's yeah. plenty of people you know who would never let you into their personal life. They just want you to be part of what they're doing. Yeah. And you go, yeah. hey, I, I guess I'm interested. I mean, you got to be really passionate about what they're doing. Yeah. But there's something about letting people into, hey, this is who I am. And this is this thing I'm doing is an overflow of who I am. And it's Absolutely. an extension of that. And people Absolutely. get behind that so much faster. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So tell For me sure. about that. Um, so the that you said you're rebuilding and you are rebuilding your faith. You know, what has faith looked like in your life? Um and just walk me through how you grew up and then how you end up at Evangel yeah. um, and then how you end up moving from Springfield back to Arlington. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I was, I was fortunate enough. I had a, a, a grandmother who grew up Southern Baptist church, you mm -hmm. know, all her life. And so she instilled that in my mom. And so my mom in turn, you know, instilled that in us, but you know, growing up, I had a juxtaposition, right? My dad is from, from LA, like he comes from South Central LA, like, you know, right in the thick of it, gang banging, like selling drugs. So he's coming out of that. And my mom is like this mm. small town church girl, you know, mm. and that's who, you know what I'm saying? Like I said yeah. on, the, on the intro song, the focus your aim, my mama is saying to my daddy a crib, like, you know, yeah. like that's, that's really what it is. And so, uh, you know, I grew up with this juxtaposition of like, being in church every Sunday, sure. but then like being with my dad and having this like different type of experience. And this is in the same house. Like my parents were married. You yeah, know? I was but gonna say like, like so you you grew up with in, in Texas in Arlington. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how many siblings do you have? It's uh it's four of us, but my sister didn't live with us. She lived with her mom. Got so it. I got okay. two little brothers. Yep. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so you were all growing up in the same house. Yep. Yep. Same yeah. house. Yeah. What was so, your, what was what were your parents doing when you were growing up? Uh, my mom was a hairstylist, um, and then my dad was a he worked for like flooring company, so he did like luxury oh, okay. tile and houses, like, sure, you know stuff like that. And then he yeah. also coached me in basketball. You know that's where my oh, he played sure. ball. Yeah, he grew yeah. up playing ball, so that's where his. So faith you know, wasn't something that he was interested in or doing. Mm -mm. No, not at mm -hmm. all. Not not like in the you know in the like. I'm a disciple of Jesus, like type of thing. Sure. It's just like, yeah, you know, God, like, you know, the casual thing. Yeah. You know, but my mom was like, you know, she active, she's in church, she's serving, she's, you know, she praying over people. She's doing all of those things, bro. And so yeah. I'm, I'm getting both of these experiences in the same house. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so, uh, you know, but, my mom instilled such values in us and she and she really lived what she talked about 
Like she like she didn't just like pray. She like really lived her faith out. Like she practiced her faith. And so yeah. that has such a, you know, a profound effect on me. So I remember sitting in church, nine, ten years old, being like, Man, I want to do something like great for God one day. You know, I remember saying that to myself, like, I want to do something great for God. Mind you, I don't know what that looked like at 10. I'm just like, sure. I was so moved, like by just like everything going on you know it's black church too so you know it's turned up it's, yeah <laughs> you know and i'm just so moved by it and uh you know so that just always stuck with me you know but i i, I don't think I so would you say that in your in your teenage years were you like into church things no absolutely were, not i was outside okay, <laughs> okay. Was, okay. you know that's what at, at, at like 13 you know basketball mm. took like real precedent in my life and so sure. i wasn't going to church as much like i'm playing every weekend in tournaments i'm traveling i'm doing all of sure. that and so you know it really took a back seat and then also the influence of you know the homies is coming into play now so now mm. we like we're outside we're doing you know everything that you know young wild kids do like we outside doing all of that like you know what i'm saying and so you know that yeah. that came into play and so uh from there you know and then my parents split at 16. Mm. so now i'm really outside and we moved into like section eight housing you know oh and, i got gotcha. uh, yeah so we're really really like you know in the thick yeah. of it now you know everything like you know i got friends that's like they turned into like stick up kids like jack boys and you know some is selling drugs and you know some gang banging like all of that and i'm right there in the mix of it you know i was fortunate enough to have like some good homies who were like you know you can do this but you're not doing that though because you play ball so like we're gonna keep oh, you out of it yeah interesting yeah. okay yeah absolutely so it's <laughs> so uh yeah, you know, I had some, you know, good, good people who were just like kind of protecting me in the same way. It, it really it was God putting those people around me, you know what sure. I'm saying? Who wouldn't let me get too far to the left or to the right, you know, they were able to keep me centered. And so, uh, you know, what really took me from were like, those people your age? No, nah, I hung out with older people because of like how mm. my skill in basketball, like I played with older people. So. Got I was it. never around people my age. And they, so your older friends were like, hey, no, focus on this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, uh, you know, that's just how Do I was you think going that plays life. a reason in why you chose the job that you're you're doing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why I, that's why I do music, right? Mm. Like is because when I got to Jacksonville, Jacksonville College, which is a junior college, it's a Christian college. Um, a Baptist college. And uh, when I got there and I had my real first personal experience with Jesus and I, mm. I, I gave my life to him, my my first thought was like, I want the homies to feel this. Mm. Like my closest, yeah. my closest partner had just got 20 years. You know, another one had just got two of them had got killed, like, like mm. burnt in a burnt alive in the trunk of a car. Like, so my mom my mom was sick she was like almost died like all yeah. this happened within like a you know 18 months and yeah. so when i gave my life to jesus i was like i gotta figure out a way to get like the homies to like this same thing and sure. so that's when the music came into play you know that's when the music came into play and that's always been my whole thing was like i want to be able to communicate 
in our language yeah what i'm experiencing through my faith walk you know what i'm saying like how i'm growing how i'm learning you know but but in their language in our language because church language ain't ain't the homie's language like just being yeah. real it's not no it's for not, sure you know i'm actually so, i was just sitting here thinking like the you know how ill-equipped i feel to speak into um any kind of situation like i mean like my life was pretty easy you know when you're saying like oh yeah all this happened in 18 months i go wow that's not even that's way worse than the hardest 18 months of my life you know um and what a unique position you're in to then turn around and and speak that to but yeah the language of the church is just not there Mm-hmm. you know and I, I do think about that a lot is like the a lot of the the faith circles that i've been in the you know it seems like very get your finances together and get your mm-hmm. life together and um and just kind of like you know that was one thing with 2020 i realized the faith that i had held had not prepared me for Ooh. the amount of pain and suffering that i went through in 2020 Ooh. and like so the faith that i had was great for when things are working out and when things are like i had like a you know oh yeah god is good and will see me through dark times but then i saw like the hardest season of my life which my faith was not prepared for and so um the depth that allows your faith to start at when you're saying that was a point in your life where you that's where you gave your life to jesus that's god i'm yeah i'm fascinated by that i'm yeah wow yeah. So what did that look like then when you go to college and you make this, you know, what um when you say like okay, this was this was an encounter I had and this is what I'm going to do in my life. What did those first few months look like for you? Oh, you know the you know you it's bliss and I'm I'm in a bubble sure. I'm in a Christian school. That's true. So I'm insulated, right? Like yeah. I'm, I'm able to go have the conversations with the professors and all of this. So I learned a lot of, a lot of uh, theology quick, you know. Mm. But that's just my personality. I got an obsessive like personality. Yeah, I'll you know, just which dive is what, in. Yeah, which is what makes sure. me good at the things I'm good at, you know. Yeah. Because I, you know, I just go into it like head first, and so um, that was what I did, bro. And yeah. and I got all this head knowledge. You know, and it wasn't mm-hmm. until, you know, I really got married and moved to Missouri that now it's like life is happening. Yeah. You know, I'm no longer in the bubble and I, I wasn't on campus a bunch. So I wasn't in the evangel like campus. Bubble. Right. 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 Like we live me and my wife in cash. We lived off of, uh, you know, off campus. Right. And so you did know, you we, move to Springfield because of her basketball? No, she we oh, met okay, at Jacksonville College. Oh, okay, 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 mm-hmm. okay. That's what I was yeah. wondering. I was like, how did that okay? Yeah. So she was at that at that college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and and tell us a little bit about your guys's origin story. Yeah. Um, we'll get more into your your bigger story in a second. But um, so you met at college. Mm-hmm. Um and so she was going to that school. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, she's actually it's in the town she's from, so she's from Jacksonville, oh, Texas, gotcha, gotcha, right outside gotcha. of Tyler, Texas. And okay. She was going to school there, and she had it was just her and Cash. You know, she had had her, him, and uh, so she was a single mom, know, single mom doing, yeah. working, school. You know, killing. How old were you? I was when we met. I was eighteen. See, he was is, twenty. 
I'm telling you what, dude, this is what I'm saying. I'm 28 years old. Okay. And I think about it. My dad, my dad married a single mom. And I go, the that's it's such a decision. You yeah. can't, like it's not like you can't casually date a single mom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like you gotta like and, yeah, they, commit, and, and they will well not even just commit earlier, but like their standards are high. Yeah, they're not playing with you. I know. And so what was that like? She wasn't playing with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm coming with for these sure. little teenage. You know, at first I You're was like, like hey. you know, playing the game. Yeah, she like, yeah. I'm not about to play with you. Like, I, you know, and for whatever reason, my spirit just knew. Okay, I. That is what I need in my life. Yeah, like, I need her. And if no matter how much, uh, you know, what I'm saying pushback I give to when she's like correcting me or challenging me i know it's exactly what i need you sure. know what i'm saying because i know that's why you know like she's a help me like a man that finds a wife finds a good thing you know yeah. and that's a real thing like because of like how you know just you know the only other thing in the bible that that uh god calls a helper is the holy spirit and so that sh- goes to show you how much a wife means mm. you know what i'm saying the only yeah. other thing is the Holy Spirit. And so uh yeah, man, she's just she's just been crucial like in my life from from day one, you know, to yeah. changing my thinking, to always challenging me, to teaching me what res- real responsibility was, right? Cuz I knew Sure. I knew what responsibility meant as far as as far as like you got to do something so do it versus being like you know, hey, look around. None of this None of this works if you don't take these steps. And like she yes. taught me how to practically be responsible, you know, because oh, that's nice. not what I was like, because yep. I was for like, you know, when you're an athlete and, you, and you're and you you're pretty good at it, like everything's laid at your feet. You sure. know, like I, t- I be telling my son, like, son, I ain't buying it. I haven't. When I was his age at 13, that was the last time I bought like basketball shoes for myself because they were just given because I was good. That was part of the perks. You know, you get to travel, you're getting stuff gotcha. that's being paid for. Like, yeah. So, you know, you don't have necessarily that type of responsibility. Like, she had to work since she was 14. Like, she came up in like real, real poverty. How like, old was Cash when you guys started dating? One. Mm. About yeah. to be two. So, sure. yeah. 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 And then how how long did you guys date before? A year. I love this. That's yeah. great. A year, yeah. bro. And we got married. I was twenty, and she was twenty two. She had just turned twenty two. Yeah. So young babies. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, but at the same time, not though. Yeah. Because like you had you had already had so much life at that point. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she had already had so much life at that point. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. I look at myself when I was 21, I was a baby. I was a sheltered idiot who did not know how the real world worked. Yeah. Right. And um, that's why I have such a high respect for single moms because it's like, dadgum, you know how the real world works. Yeah. And superheroes. Um, yeah. 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 I respect my mom a lot. It was just me and her. And so you've been Cash's dad, you know? Um, and so, um, wow, 
Okay. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. So then you guys moved to Springfield. Yep. Um, and for basketball. Mm-hmm. So she's going to uproot her life to move to Springfield. Yeah. For your basketball. Yeah. What, what was that decision like? Um, you know, she went to school at EU as well. She graduated though. But, uh, you know, it wasn't. <laughs> she just, she she just always had this ability to like trust to trust me mm. in certain instances she would challenge it but then she would you know she would trust me and so uh because i wasn't going i wasn't going to play ball anymore but my coach like convinced me he was like you would be absolutely nuts not to keep going and get the you know sure. free school and all that um, why were you wanting to quit I was ready to go like full fledged with like the music. I was just, you know, like I said, that's just yeah, my yeah, diving in, yeah, and now it's, diving in, yeah, it's 2011. It's, let's freaking go for it. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, he was like, yeah, don't be an idiot. He called me and was like, shut up and yeah. uh, listen. Pursue to this, that. This, that's good. Do that, yeah. but don't quit. You know, don't give up the security. Yeah. Then because he, yeah, he I, he turned down a lot of scholarships. Like that, mm. I like of people wanting to, you know, mid major, like some high major division ones, like who wanted me to come play, but I was nah. So he's turning them, you know, he turned down a dozen at least, like from mm. what he told me. And so when EU came calling, you know, it was a Christian school, um, they had the music program, like, you know, so he was like, just go visit and see. Sure. You know, and then he was like, it's NAI, so it ain't like as demanding as being an NCAA athlete. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I, you know, I trusted my coach. Like, he's like a second dad to me. Sure. Um, shout out to Coach Jody Bailey. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, and so we went on a visit and we was like, okay, I like this. I like the, the town size. Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was cool. Like, you know, Coach Jay was great. They treated us well, like. So I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. You know, let's sure. do it. And so my wife my wife went with me on the visit. We had just got married. And so she went with that was like our honeymoon was the visit. <laughs> Springfield, Missouri, dude. <laughs> that was that was our honeymoon, but we stayed at the Green Stay Inn on uh, uh oh, oh man. What is that? On oh, in 65. Oh shoot. I know exactly what we're talking about. Oh my gosh, dude. Yes, luxury. Bro. I'm telling you, we living it up, you know. Yeah. My wife liked it, so I was like, all right, let's do it. So I signed right there on the spot. In yeah. July, we were there. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's uh I I love that you're a dive in person. Um yeah. my my fiance is like that. She's like, okay, this is it. And it's like, okay, well, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. When I believe in this, <laughs> you know. Um I'm not saying I don't believe in it by saying don't give up the there's a balance because there are people who would just stick to just the security, you know, and they would never branch out. And then there's people who you end up 
jumping full in on something, leaving any kind of security. Um, but like you said, like when you first start, you gotta commit so fully to it. But in doing that, you got to invest your own money and your own time. And it's not a, you know, instead of a 40 hours to a job, let me give 40 hours to this. Mm-hmm. It's you get 40 hours to your job and 40 hours to this. Yeah. yeah. And this and, thing don't got to clock in or clock out. Yeah. 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 And uh, that was something that, you know, you learn pretty quick if, um, but also like if you, you know that this is what you're called to be doing and this is the thing that you have, um, like, I don't want to use like the word anointing. Uh, that sounds super churchy, but I will. Like I think that's right, anointing though. here is that this is where you, you said, this is how I'm going to turn around and speak to who I was when I was 14. Exactly. And this is, I'm going to speak to that version of myself and say, this is the way forward. Mm-hmm. I have found a path toward life and I want to turn around and give that to you. Yeah. Um, and that's, that is, um, I'm just really proud of who you are, man. Just saying, so you know, thank you. Bro. Likewise, man. Likewise. So, um, yeah. So then that's a lot of life change in a window yeah. of just a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Right. So you go from Arlington, uh, and focus on basketball to, uh, what year did you did you move to Jacksonville? Twenty ten, fall twenty ten. So you're saying I just want to make sure, and we're about to wrap this up to get into our second episode with you, uh, and this will be a little bit of a teaser. So you're saying that two thousand nine, what what kind of life were you living in two thousand nine? Who were you in two thousand nine? I mean, I was just you know a basketball player, but at that time, I uh, you know I uh, gained some notoriety. Like my my high school team, we had just went to state, so yeah. I gained like notoriety as a basketball player in the state. Um, so I'm just playing ball, traveling all over the country, like you know the recruitment yeah. process, and then also like you know being with the homies, like hanging with them, like doing sure. all that type of stuff, you know. So that's that that was what 2009 was, and then with a span of two years, you're now married. You have a child. <laughs> And you're pursuing music, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's how fast life and following Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. <laughs> that's like whiplash, you know, bro. First of all, I I have never thought about it like that. So you saying it like that is like, well, man, that's at at 31. I'm that's like, what I'm that's saying. A lot. That's, that's a, a lot. so much change to take place in such a short period of time, yeah. and it you know it what we talked about earlier. It forces you to grow up so fast. Mm-hmm. that you understood responsibility in a different way mm-hmm. and um and do you think oh man and that's another thing is that had you not understood the responsibility in your own home and becoming a dad i don't know that this i don't i don't want to make that bold of a claim but i don't know the music career would go the way it did it would you know it wouldn't it's, it's hand in hand yep it's, and that's and that's what i learned in 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 2020 Mm. was like you can't not in this thing not in art you just can't separate them in art like i know we like yes. to say you 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 can't separate them mm-hmm. um not if you really like you can't do, be disciplined in one area of your life and completely undisciplined in the others it doesn't do work it, like that you can't do it you can't do if it if you're bro. undisciplined in one area you're going to be undisciplined in the other and it shows right i mean you yeah. look at all of the greats who were like extremely undisciplined 
like mm. they you know either they x themselves out or something tragic happened like because of lack of you know yeah. what i'm saying and so um that's real bro like it's is real you got to be disciplined like how you do one thing is how you do all things and so that's really the thing that i've had to learn because i was taught to comp compartmentalize things like oh i can be super disciplined at ball but you know have your this way is with the time that. to rest and relax and and just kind of whatever absolutely yeah 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 so wow yeah bro wow <laughs> well um we're gonna we're gonna have to cut this here and then we're doing a, a part two with you because i'm very interested in the story of the rest of your marriage and what yeah. the next because yeah we're talking about that how life can change so fast in like mm -hmm. two or three years um and one thanks for doing this no absolutely um, bro. you're in a coffee shop in arlington we're here. um yeah um <laughs> people going to, you know walking up yeah, walking up the stairs behind you <laughs> yeah but um i am just so fascinated in not only your commitment to pursue new things and to jump into something new, but also your continued discipline and then um, continued growth. Like you're a person that I look to for someone who um, enters different seasons of life. Cause there's a lot of people, you know, that you look at them and their life looks exactly the same as it did four years ago, every part of their life. And that's a person who's not really growing. And that's a person yeah. who's not challenging themselves. Yeah. Um, and you're a person who looks at hard things in life and then does not try to avoid it, but walks straight into it. And I respect the heck out of you for that. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I might just be a little psychotic, but <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. I appreciate man. the compliment, but I might be nuts too. So. <laughs> I just want to say thank you again to Joseph for joining me uh, and talking here. Please go check out his music, J dollar sign PH, uh, Spotify, uh, Instagram, wherever. Go, go, go support him. Please, please, please go do that. Uh, and while you're here, please leave a review for our podcast. It helps us get discovered. We're going to put out a couple different episodes this next month. I know it's traveling season. I know that it's getting into Christmas time. Uh, and so I want to create a, a catalog and then we're going to make a big push for this in the new year. So uh, please leave a review as we get ready to push this podcast out to many, many more people. We're just kind of laying the groundwork right now. And I really appreciate you being here for these conversations. These conversations truly help grow my own friendships and my faith. And I hope the same is for you. So all that said, thanks for being here. We'll see you again next week on They Don't Buy. Our legal studies program can set you up for a variety of careers. As a paralegal, doing legal support in a law office, in a government office, you can do civil, you can do criminal. That's Carolyn Hess Johnson Esquire, program director for Stevenson University Online's bachelor's program in legal studies. We have a lot of students who have very successful careers and you can do it too. Our legal studies program is accredited by the ABA with experienced faculty who give you real world perspectives. Get started today at online.stevenson.edu.